Hey, greetings everyone and welcome back to Plan B Success Episode 10. Today we're going to take the time to discuss a very important function within an organization, the human resource function, HR as we call it. We're going to discuss what HR is all about, how is it regarded by the employees that work within an organization. Is HR the backbone of a company? Is HR about strengthening the company and ensuring it goes on its trajectory of growth? Can HR be an impediment? If yes, what can we do to correct it? Those are the things we're going to talk about today. You know, very recently, there was someone who had come up to me to seek some advice and they were having some trouble with their boss. Basically, they were not seeing eye to eye in terms of some of the work that was getting done with their supervisor. As a result, they did not know how to handle the situation. They had tried to sort it out with the supervisor very unsuccessfully, and the next option was to go to HR. Now, this person wanted to understand if it was a good idea to go to HR, and that's what they were coming back for advice on. This is not something new. This is something that I've seen throughout my career at multiple points in time where employees question whether they should go to HR or not. Now, why is that so? Why do people fear going to HR? That's an important question to answer for ourselves. Before we get there, let's talk about what the role of human resources or HR function is all about. It's about the employees. It's about the welfare of the employees, the well-being of the employees. The role of HR is to keep the employee culture or the organizational culture vibrant within the organization, ensure that there is 100% transparency between all the different departments, between the different functions, between management and employees, and everybody is working together hand in hand in one direction, towards the direction of growth and sustenance of that organization. When we talk about culture, when we talk about transparency, that's the basic fabric of the organization that the entire organization is built upon or built around. And it needs to be non-toxic. It needs to be one where no one fears anyone else. It needs to be one where everybody is moving towards one direction hand in hand in order to ensure that they do their individual respective jobs well. They work together cohesively. And as an organization, they're making strides based on the strategic plan of the organization. A lot of people have to work together in order to get this done, but the mantle stays with human resources or HR in order to ensure that at an organizational standpoint, all the way down to an individual employee or associate standpoint, this is being safeguarded and implemented very, very closely and in a very robust fashion. That's what the role of HR is. Yet, why do people fear going to HR? Why do they second guess themselves when they have to take something up with HR? Whether they're uncomfortable in their role, whether they want to do something different, whether they're not happy with their compensation, whether they didn't get a promotion. All of these issues are common within the employees in an organization. Two places they can turn to. One is to their supervisors. And when the issue is with the supervisors themselves, then they got to get to that next level. And that next level is getting to HR, not to their supervisor's supervisors, but HR. HR is there to exactly take care of this. The job of HR is not just hiring and firing 
or trying to ensure that the right compensation structure is in place or to do reviews to each quarter or at the end of the year and to ensure that benefits management is occurring equitably. These are all some of the salient functions of HR, but this is not the end-all and be-all in terms of what HR can and cannot do. Human resources as a function has a very key chair at that management table within an organization, just like your CEO, your chief marketing officer, or your CFO, chief financial officer. There's also a chief people officer or a chief human resource officer who's at that table. And that's because they're responsible for the most important resource within an organization, which is the employees or the people within the organization that actually move the wheel of the organization forward every single day. HR basically represents these people at that management table and it's their job to safeguard the interest of these employees just like everyone else at that table has different roles. For instance, when you look at the CEO or the CFO, their job is to make sure that the strategic plan is getting implemented and it's going on smoothly in order to make sure that there's progressive growth for the organization, but they're also there to safeguard the interests of the shareholders of the organization. At the same time, the human resource officer is there to safeguard the interest of the employees that work within that organization, which means that at times it could be showing the others at the table what the real deal is as far as the employees are concerned or as far as the company is concerned. That's their job. Their job is not to go with the flow in terms of management, but their job is to make sure that they represent the employees equitably and in an unbiased fashion at the management table for the benefit of the employees. Now, we all have to remember that together, this entire organization is going to be successful if everyone looks out for each other. The same goes with these employees. They are the fabric of the organization. They are the ones who put the work in in order to move it forward. They are the ones who are executing to it, all the way from the CEO down to the janitor. All of them have a role to play and they're executing it and they all need to be represented well. Coming back to our point of HR and people's apprehensions of it, HR can serve as a very strong backbone of the organization so long as it is unbiased, so long as it represents the employees, and so long as there's no repercussions for anyone who brings anything up to HR. But if HR has to depend on the executive management in terms of taking any decisions, or if everything that comes to them has to go back to the exec table, then that's an issue, that's a problem, because they're not acting independently they don't have the authority to act independently and every time they got to go back to people who sign the checks for everyone. So as a result, that becomes a problem. That's what causes weakness within HR. When the independence is compromised, there's weakness within HR. And as a result, there's the apprehension within the employee base that HR at any given point of time is going to side with management or is going to side with their own superiors. That's why the hesitation of people going to HR. Now, HR, as I said, is considered not so much for employees, but for management when it's weak. As a result, people hesitate to take their case to HR. I do agree that there should be open dialogue between managers and their employees, and that they should always have this healthy relationship where they are able to sort things out 
between them and are clear with each other in terms of expectations, goals, accountabilities and responsibilities. But when that's in question, neither the managers nor the employees should have any apprehension in going to HR to make their case. In such a case, either party, whether it's the supervisors or the employees, should not feel sidestepped at all. That's the assurance that HR needs to give to every employee and that's the assurance that HR needs to uphold even with supervisors so that such a case does not occur and people are free to go to HR for the good, the bad and the ugly. So what that means is if they have an issue with their compensation, if they're not happy with it, if they have an issue with the counterpart, if they have an issue with their supervisor, if they have an issue with their responsibilities for anything, they should be able to go to HR. At the same time, if they're happy about something, if they love their supervisor, if they love their peers, if they love their work, they should still be able to go to HR and state the case. In either case, it helps HR gain a temperature of what's going on within the organization. And that information is very vital when it gets to that exact management table in order to make some strategic and tactical decisions as the organization moves forward. So that's the role of HR and that's how important it is within the framework of an organization. Now, how many organizations do you think are out there where you know, they take care of their employees, no doubt about it, but they're also taking care of their ex-employees as vital resources. Organizations go through different ups and downs throughout the year. Sometimes what happens is, although they may not want it or like it, there could be market pressures, there could be economic pressures, whatever the case may be, they might have to take certain decisions that might not be very popular within the employee base, which basically means they might have to shut down certain divisions, let go of certain employees because of market forces or because of a loss of contract or whatever the case might be. Such things do happen within organizations. And in those situations, it's up to HR to ensure that all the employees are being treated with respect. They're being compensated fairly as they're asked to step out of the organization, it's being done respectfully, and they're being provided with all the services possible in order to help them find that next placement. At the same time, this also helps ensure that they keep on top of their ex-employees. Now, the tide might turn in the future. They might have new contracts coming in. The market forces might be acting in their favor, and they might have to start hiring people pretty rapidly. And in such a situation, what better place to go than back to your ex-employees so long as you're keeping track of them, so long as they are happy to come back because you treated them right. After all, every employee who's brought in within an organization, there's much investment done in that person to train them, to deploy them, and who else, who better to bring back than the ones who understand your business well and than the ones that have been successful at it previously. Now, that's something HR should be able to do. That, I think, is a marker. You know, it tells about the caliber of HR. If an ex-employee somewhere is invited back and if they come back, that tells you that that organization has a solid human resource team and they did a great job in terms of ensuring that they protected their culture, they stood by their culture, and they treated their employees respectfully. That's what it means. Don't you think that the investment that went into these employees, they're best served coming back? And that's a win-win, both for the organization as well as for the employees as the opportunity arises. 
The other thing that can be done is just like customers are treated as a high priority by any organization and there's meaningful customer surveys being done from time to time, probably every quarter, in order to understand how the customers feel that they're being treated, if they're happy with their services or not. You're looking at their NPS score, you're looking at their longevity, their journey within the organization. Similarly, employee surveys should also be going out. Now, this whole process of employee appraisal is a very subjective process. There's a lot of things that are subjective as far as employees are concerned. Although efforts are made to keep it objective, most of the time it's subjective. And as a result, having those surveys done from time to time provide you a barometer in terms of how you're performing as an organization. It also provides vital data and information back to the management team in terms of reviewing what they need to tweak and how they need to do things differently in order to ensure that the culture, the culture of empathy, the culture of transparency within an organization is being safeguarded very, very closely. Employees definitely do not need to take a back seat when it comes to these strategic decisions and it's up to the management team to ensure that employees are being treated as respectfully and held up similar to how customers or clients are held up if not higher. Now HR's key role is there for them to be there for the employees to ensure that they safeguard that delicate culture within an organization to ensure that they foster a continued and permanent culture of transparency, unbiasedness, growth, and success together as a team. Now, HR does get a chair at that management table that we just talked about, not just to support management in their decisions, but also to provide them an unbiased view of what's going on within the organization so that the leader who represents HR, which is that CHRO or the chief people officer, is an unbiased leader to bring forth to management the view of the organization as it really is to ensure that management understands what's working, what's not working within the organization and can make amends quickly and carefully. What challenges are the employees facing? How does that deter the cultural fabric of the organization? Those are the key questions to be answered and revisited from time to time by the management team. HR needs to identify issues beforehand and act on them so that future organizational impediments do not occur. We have to remember, these are the people who do the job every day. If their job is disrupted, it affects everything. It's like a domino effect. Your sales are affected, your revenues are affected, operations are affected, profits are affected, everything gets affected. That's why it's so important to ensure that the people, the employees, the associates within an organization are being taken care of very, very carefully. It's also important that HR needs to represent employees and stand up to management when they believe that certain decisions could impede or be harmful to the employees and the entire organization as a whole in the long run. It's the job of the HR team, the chief people officer or the CHRO to bring that forth, no matter how unpleasant it is, to the CEO and the entire management team. While financial matters do take a precedence and CEOs and CFOs are there exactly to do that, and they're always thinking of shareholder needs, HR needs to be thinking of the associate or the employee needs. And just like the chief business development officer or the chief sales officer or the chief marketing officer is constantly thinking of prospects and clients and their journey within the company, it's important for 
HR to keep thinking about people's needs, the people that work within the organization. What organizations are out there that do not need a chief people officer or a chief HRO? Every organization needs one because they represent the HR function within an organization. But just like for clients, there's the customer experience officer or the chief customer experience officer. I think what organizations need is not just a chief people officer or a CHRO, chief HR officer, but what's needed is a chief people experience officer or a chief employee experience officer. That's what's needed within an organization because their job at the highest level is to manage the employee experience. So if we can have customer experience officers, why not people or employee experience officers? Employees, associates, or the people that work within the organization, as I said, are the most vital resources in an organization, more so than technology. They are the absolute most important resource because they are the ones who do the job every single day to keep moving the organization forward. They can either make or they can break a company. So no one is more important than them. Employees shouldn't have a second thought to reach out to HR when in need and should expect complete and unbiased support from them. The day this is possible in an organization, that organization will be poised for not just growth, but loyalty and longevity of these employees as the most important resources. And as a result, like I said, it's a domino effect. It'll have a ripple effect in everything else that the organization does. Hey everyone, if you like what you hear, please do subscribe, leave a review and a comment. I'd appreciate that. Also, I released my new book, My Inspiration, Quotes That Shape My Self-Improvement Journey on Amazon. Please go ahead and check it out and leave a review on Amazon. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.